Encyclopedia starts now. Take two on Nerd Encyclopedia. <laughs> take, take, take two. Take that, take that, take that. Oh, man. Oh, welcome. Right, what's up, Scott? Oh, what's up, Sam? How you doing? All right, all right, all right. You know, um, living a good life, doing this Nerd Encyclopedia thing in 95-degree um, weather here in in Pennsylvania. Yeah, I'm going to go outside try not to melt later, you know? I know, right? I got my, oh, my skin is the same color as the middle part of an ice cream sandwich. So I got to <laughs> be real part. careful. <laughs> real careful when I'm outside. So. Be, be a little bit careful. <laughs> yeah, here, we, here we are recording um, July the 26th. So um, we have some data stuff here. So uh, we're going to get into J today. The J. Nerd Cyclopedia. But um, let's just give you our handles right quick um, at nerdcyclopedia.com. You can check us out and. Um, on our website, we have different flavors, fan fiction articles, um, of course, our podcast Yes. Um, that you love. The flagship uh, product of NerdCyclopedia.com. There we go. There we go. Uh, we have Twitter, uh, Nerd Cycle, at NerdCyclopedia. And on Facebook, of course, you can find us. Uh, what else we got there, Scott? Um, we got a Gmail at okay. NerdCyclopediaPodcast at gmail.com can send us feedback and uh, rant at us about things and you know we'll see if they're worth discussing or not maybe they will be I don't I don't know maybe we'll see yes some point in the future we'll actually be um, doing like cuss you know um, feedback comments and everything so that'll be pretty exciting you know um, integrating that into our podcast mm-hmm. and remember if you're getting this on Stitcher or iTunes you can get it on the other uh, Stitcher or iTunes I guess Tell your friends. Make sure you go on and rate us. And as always, you can give us as many stars as you want. But if it's not five, I am going to personally give you the business. <laughs> no, no less than five there. I mean, you can rate it however you'd like. Just know. Under, no less than five. Under there. five. Okay. And I give you the business personally. So, the business. The business. That's just how it is here at Nerd Cyclopedia. We play, we play for keeps. There we go. All right. So what we got up this week, Scott? Well. We have some really awesome, awesome, awesome stuff to talk about. It feels like it's been a, a couple of these episodes where we've done the letters and like I is sort of a little bit, you know, uh, devoid of Dry. content. Yeah, e, e especially was not an easy one. Not, <laughs> not easy. No, e, e is, I mean, definitely wasn't easy. You know? Oh, yeah. So, yeah, we, we, we're going to experience dry letters throughout the alphabet. That's okay. So that's, that's just one thing. But, you know, we plug through it. Right. We find some exciting things to talk about, maybe, right? Maybe we'll do things differently next time. But this time, we've made a challenge to ourselves. And so we're going to go through every letter in detail, even like you, which is not going to be fun. But we're going to do them all. <laughs> we're going to do them all. I hope you're ready for a, an hour-long episode about Qbert when we, oh. when we get to the cues. <laughs> oh. 
Q. I, uh, I, I guess I'm not looking forward to Q, but, you know, it's part of the alphabet, right? Well, so, some weeks just take a little bit more work Cute. than other weeks. <laughs> <laughs> just, I, I just hope our listeners appreciate that. Some are easy. This is a pretty easy one because there's some pretty enormous uh, nerd things that start with J, obviously. Oh, yeah. And, uh, J, J is a pretty exciting letter for us and, you know, highlights one of the best villains ever created in north america here oh yeah almost as big as uh almost as good of a villain and we all know who we're talking about right we should of if you're a nerd everybody knows we're gonna start talking about andrew jackson andrew jackson <laughs> the greatest north american villain ever created ever uh, created ever created <laughs> ever born and solely responsible for the trail of tears andrew jackson american on the 20 dollar bill Probably should be replaced pretty soon. Maybe. maybe. Uh, a villain on a $20 bill. And you spend it every day, people. I have. Every that's day. my favorite denomination of currency. Did I ever tell you that? The $20 <laughs> bill is my favorite because it's big enough that it lets people know that, you know, you're rich. But it's not so big that someone is going to, like, grab it from you. Right? It's not worth right, the right. time. But if you have a 20, people know you probably have other 20s, I guess. <laughs> You've had a 20 before. Yeah, you probably could get one again. I feel like the 50 is just too pretentious. The 100 is a dangerous thing to have. I just will not deal with $100 bills. (laughs) Plus, you try going to McDonald's and spending $100. Like they're just they just laugh at you. They are like get out. Yeah, all right, all <laughs> like you better try 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 ordering a Happy Meal with a hundred dollar bill. And see what, <laughs> they're like see what we they only give ten dollars and change max. So I hope you really love McNuggets. <laughs> <laughs> really, sir? Really, you're gonna order that Happy Meal and give me a hundred bill? You know I don't have no change, sir. This is McDonald's. I believe you are not acquainted with our pricing structure. Allow me to help. <laughs> all right getting back on track all right here. fine 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 <laughs> all right so this week we have jay as we've um animated there or wait 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 we got to get the effect letter before we get into the topics that's <laughs> jay all right that's what i was waiting for or jay <laughs> <laughs> is, is jay does jay come with a laugh it does, it does. And remember, we record the intros after the episode, so we know what we talked about. So uh, okay, right. I'm guessing the context for the listener is a little different than ours, because I'm pretty sure I know what I'm going to do for the intro this week. I'm pretty excited about it. So okay, We'll see. Right. We'll see what happens. I don't know. I don't know what's going to happen. But as, as of right now, you guys should have guessed, we're talking about uh, one of the first topics in Jay we're going to talk about is Joker. Right. Mr. J. Mr. J, Mr. as Harley J. Quinn will call him. Oh, man. The Joker is uh, all joking about Andrew Jackson aside. Hundred uh, <laughs> percent, uh, I agree with Sam's uh, evaluation of him as maybe the best uh, villain created in North America. Uh, very, very classic, classic uh, comic book character, and uh, uh, obviously, I, I think anytime you have a portrayal of the Batman universe. Who's the Joker? What's the Joker like? What's he doing is honestly what sets the tone for the whole thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, and obviously is, is why he's very, very important uh, to the mythos of Batman and to how it appears in print or, or movies or cartoons or, which I consider to be three separate mediums, by the way. Right. Uh, or, you know, I, and I think that that's something that's really, uh, it's really important. For Batman, anyway. Well, I mean, he's the most iconic, you know, one of the most iconic characters in 
pop culture. So not only just the comic books and different mediums, mm-hmm. just, I mean, in pop culture, period, everyone knows Joker. Right. The Joker, Joker, whatever you want to call him. They know the green hair, the white face, the red lipstick, and the, most of all, the smile. You know, the smile just sets it off. And they know he's insane. They know he's the Batman's enemy, primary, you know, prime enemy. I, I guess that's part of his charm and appeal that, you know, he's the most unpredictable character mm-hmm. I've ever seen created. I, it's, it's been a lot of great characters over time, like Hannibal, you know, Hannibal Lecter. Right. And, you know, different villains, like you said. Andrew <laughs> like Andrew Jackson, for instance. <laughs> but um, Joe, Joker stands the test of time. He was created back in 1940. So he standed the test of time. As far as being such a, 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 a just a great villain, period. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the Joker. I so if you want to look at the the history of the Joker, mm-hmm. um, the Joker uh, was modeled after a uh, character from a silent film called The Man Who Laughs. Who, if you ever, if you've never Googled like that, the the depiction of that. Uh, that guy looks like the Joker. Like, it just looks like the Joker. It's a picture from, like, 19... It's a 1928 movie. Oh, okay. And uh, Bill Finger had seen it. And uh, he basically said, I want this. <laughs> like, this guy is fighting Batman. It's just... <laughs> and it's so creepy because it's a black and white picture, you know? Um, but uh, he basically was supposed to be killed at the end of the first one. And mm-hmm. they resurrected him to uh, make it, you know... They basically were like, we can't just kill off every villain, right? This is when it started, basically, where they were having these villains on Batman strips, and then right. they'd kill him every week. <laughs> they'd have to come up with a new villain. <laughs> they were yeah, just like, yeah, we're not I mean, doing this anymore. <laughs> every villain that Batman encounters gets killed. I wonder why. Yeah. And then we talk about Batman being a killer. <laughs> well, right. That's a... Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, he was supposed to die in that first issue, but they instead just brought him back. A great thing, too, because, I mean, he's just, you know, became, like we said, the most iconic, most iconic pop culture figures of all time created. Mm -hmm. He was played by different actors throughout, like great actors throughout, like, you know, history, like Cesar Romero, one of the best known jokers from the um, 1960s Batman television series. He was played by Jack Nicholson in the 1989 Batman feature film. Then, of course, uh, R.I.P. Heath Ledger. Oh, he played one of the greatest ba- uh, Joker in The Dark Knight in 2000. You could make an argument that that's one of the most iconic character portrayals of the new century, I would say. Yeah. Yeah. When you think about, yeah. you know, when you think about <clears throat> things the movies have done in the last 15, you know, 16 years, I think mm-hmm. that Heath Ledger's portrayal of the Joker is up there with, um, I would say, you know, Leonidas from 300, right? Right. So Leonidas from 300, because that's really iconic, and that sort of changed the way that, um, you know, I, those sorts of movies were made, right? Right. And, um, man. I, well, you, you, you could make a really great argument that, I mean, no no um, disrespect to Jack Nicholson or Cesar Romero, but Heath Ledger, I guess, really understood the Joker. Mm-hmm. You know, Joker, he really tapped into his, <clears throat> just his insanity, his... You know, unpredictable, you know, unpredictableness, you know, mm. is that a word? Right. <laughs> unpredictability. Right. And I think it's because he didn't have a, he didn't have a goal. And that's, that's the thing about the Dark Knight that, that's such a, so great is that the Joker wasn't uh-huh. trying to like 
make a bunch of money or, right. you know, he was just trying to sow chaos and destroy. Like, it's just, uh, that he, 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 he a, made a great, arsonist. He, he, yeah, an anarchist. He wanted to, he, he made the great metaphor in the um, movie about him just being a dog chasing a car. <laughs> <laughs> he, you know, he sees a car and he just goes chasing it, you know, well, he can't help himself. It's just what he does. He's he's an agent of chaos, you know, and it's it just it just brings so much joy to him that a person like Batman is the the antithesis of him, and he wants to you know control everything, put everything in a box, you know, make sure everything is in order. When you know he's trying to really make Batman in the, in the Dark Knight movie, make Batman realize that there's what you're doing is futile. You know, futile, um, impossible. Mm-hmm. You know, why are you doing this? You know, um, I'm here to tell you that this is this is this is impossible, and I'm here to prove that point. So that's what makes him such a great villain, such a great um, um, character villain versus you know what Batman, you know, the core of Batman is. I think that the one interesting thing I've seen a lot of people say a lot of things about the Joker, obviously, uh, uh-huh. but one of the really interesting things about the Joker is I read somewhere where they said that he's hyper-sane, not just insane. So okay. he understands the context of the things he's doing. Like, he understands that he's a villain in a comic book sometimes. Like, they say that like when he's doing things, he's doing them because he knows he's, <laughs> he's the villain, right? <laughs> when he's, like, you know, he's got readership. So he has an audience, and so he's always on, on stage. And they say, so he knows he knows exactly who he is. In certain incarnations, yeah. So he knows he's a Joker. He knows he's a psychopath, and he knows that he's supposed uh-huh. to do stuff. So it's one uh-huh. of those things that's like, you know, really, really, really awesome. Uh, I just think that's a really such a neat idea as far as just understanding the context where you are and being able to break the fourth wall and doing the thing that's the most shocking for the reader, right? Like that's right. what he's doing. He doesn't even, you know. In some ways, I think he sees Batman as a personification of the reader, you know? Right. And then he's like, right. yeah, well, whatever will piss you off the most, I'm going to do. <laughs> <laughs> I love playing these games. I love, you know, using these wonderful toys, like Jack Nicholson said mm-hmm. in the Batman mm-hmm. Um, And just, you know, just, just having fun, you know, just, well, his version of fun, <laughs> which, which is with his death and destruction. <laughs> and whose version of fun is not that? I mean, really. I mean, you really drill down to the bottom, I mean, honestly. Every, you get really when you get down to it. Yeah, we all play GTA Five. Like we all know, <laughs> you know that when you play Grand Theft Auto, you don't drive on the street. Like you know that. <laughs> so You're not stopping at stoplights yeah. on GTA. You know, if you hit someone, you don't stop and like pull out an insurance card in that game. You, you just keep going. <laughs> <laughs> you don't call the cops. I'm like, oh no, there's a terrible accident. You just like, well, now I'm gonna just drive along the ocean. Oh man. All right, so yeah, Heath Ledger. He was the 2008 Dark Knight Batman mm-hmm. in the um, Batman. So. We have a new one coming out in the Suicide Squad, oddly enough. Jared Leto's going to be the new incarnation of um, Joker. Mm-hmm. So, like I said, White Cleave said in the beginning, we're recording this on the 26th of July. So, that movie comes out next Friday. Right. So, we'll see how that Joker pans out or plays out versus the previous incarnation. Just sort of funny that he's be debuting in a Suicide Squad movie. You know, who would have who took that? <laughs> Well, I think what's interesting is the where they've placed them, you know, in Batman's timeline, is that uh-huh. Batman's already been active for a long time, so he's yeah. already had many encounters with this guy, right? And he's already in prison, or whatever. They, they, I don't know what's going on with him yet, so that'll be interesting. My guess is that he goes to prison at the beginning. I think I saw a rumor that that's okay. what happens. Of course, I don't know why I'm speculating. Everyone that's listening to this, 
The Karas. Yeah, this knows. is just speculation. No spoilers. No spoilers. <laughs> we, just speculation. You've either seen this or, you know, now you're mad at us. We have not seen it. We do <laughs> yeah. not have a time machine, uh, sadly. Uh, Hashtag hates. <laughs> feel free to hate on me. Everyone does. But one of the best Jokers, one of the best Jokers of all time, I mean, of just Joker portrayals of all time, I should say, wasn't even hasn't even been done on film, mm-hmm. I should say. He is a voice actor. You know, actually, he's a, if you're a true nerd, you should know he plays Luke Skywalker in the Star, um, Star Wars movie. Yes, he's got some, you know? uh, he's got, uh, some bleed over into something else I'll talk about, too. <laughs> bleed over. Mm-hmm. All right. Mm-hmm. And, and we're talking about Mark Hamill. Folks. Mark Hamill. Mark Hamill. Who would have thought that Mark Hamill, Luke Skywalker, you know, Star Wars, would end up playing, you know, Joker? He was, a, he was, um, wasn't he sort of like typecast? Or a- after playing Luke Skywalker, it was really hard for him to get, um, you know, hardcore acting roles, right? In other movies, because when you do something that iconic, you know, uh-huh. and it's not, he basically was Luke Skywalker for six years of production, or maybe even longer, maybe eight years of production. Right. So it's not like he was, you know, that's a pretty long amount of time. You know what I mean? It's not and, like he did. He, he was just doing it for a little bit. Yeah, he started out pretty young, but he got a car crash right at the begin, right when they were filming um, Empire Strikes Back. That's why it looks so different. Okay. So he got in this wreck and it messed up huh. his face real good. So that's why they had to put that scene at the beginning of Empire that uh, uh, where he messed got messed up by that. Uh, shoot. Oh, I didn't Wampa, know that. That Wampa. Okay. Okay. So. Huh. Uh, you know, sorry to get into, uh, I'm sorry to bring my nerdism out even further. <laughs> oh, I mean, you know, um, Dally's in the Star Wars are never a, um, a bad thing. <laughs> <laughs> we'll just go, well, not severe back into Mark Hamill as a Joker. Uh, I'm sure out of the all, out of the old alphabet, we could always find something to, uh, related back to Star Wars. That's my goal. That is my goal, honestly. Uh, but we saw, we saw the killing joke last night. Did it animate Yeah. And mm-hmm. uh, there was a neat featurette before the show started that was Mark Hamill talking about his experience, you know, voicing the Joker on the TV show and then the Arkham Asylum games, which have you played the Arkham Asylum games, Sam? Yes. Oh, mm-hmm. they're amazing. Yeah. They're amazing. Yep. And uh, yep. then the Killing Joke last night, which is, a, a, you know, a classic portrayal of, uh, of the Joker. A real yeah, classic. classic, classic. He was t- also talking about the different levels of maturity from the Batman animated series, which was, it, it was actually for that time, it was very mature coming off the previous incarnations of Batman on, you know, animated Batman from like the super friends <laughs> and everything. Um, I'll just, so. I'll just put it this way. That's not a, that wasn't a good children's cartoon. That's a good show. They're oh, good. Yes, absolutely. Like if you've ever watched them now, there's yeah. even jokes that I wasn't getting when I was nine or 10. And like, <laughs> I tell you my favorite episode of that show is still uh-huh. when that guy like flips off the Joker when they're driving, <laughs> like driving like on the mm-hmm. highway, and the Joker cuts him off because he's running from the cops. Uh-huh. And uh, the guy, this guy, flips him off, and then the Joker pulls alongside, and stares at him, and the guy's like, "Oh no!" <laughs> <laughs> so the Joker just gives up his entire car chase. Like he just like he was on this whole, you know what I mean? Like whatever he was uh-huh. doing, like Batman uh-huh. was flying by and stuff. And the Joker just stops that and starts following this guy home. <laughs> He's like, no, no, no. But that's the classic. It's it's just classic how the unpredictability of you know that guy is. Right. You know when they portrayed that right in the cartoon. Mm-hmm. And I mean, of course, he's a cartoon you know character and everything. 
But in previous incarnations, Joker would have never wouldn't have never done that. That's that was a side thing, you know, mm-hmm. just stopping the whole his whole um, um thing just to chase down somebody <laughs> who cut him off <laughs> in traffic. That's classic Joker. He's just yelling. This guy's yelling like, "Oh, I'll give you my two cents." And then he, the Joker turns around. And he's like, "Yee!" And Joker follows him and throws two cents at him. And he goes, "He goes, well, you, well, you've had your two cents." <laughs> he's like, oh, God. like, "Oh no!" Oh man, <laughs> the most prolific murderer in history has found me. Uh huh. But yeah, I mean, so yeah, Mark Hamill's talking about the different mature progressions of Joker from the um, animated series to the. Darkham Asylum games, which got a lot more mature mm-hmm. um, with with those characters, to uh, what we seen last night, as you were referring to the Batman killing joke, right. which, by the way, was rated R. Yeah, it should have been. <laughs> 100% should have been rated R. It was awesome, uh, Bat- too. A Batman animated um, feature rated R is, is really unprecedented. <laughs> Something else, huh? Yeah, it was... Um, it was... It was interesting to say the least you know Mm -hmm. um i I guess we could go into a little bit of um what our thoughts on work of of the killing joke was. sure we're not gonna do a whole no no we're we're not we're not we're not we're not going to like spoilers or anything like that but you know just with you know a couple thoughts yeah um awesome to hear kevin conroy and mark hamill again uh because kevin conroy did the voice in the series too um yes yes he's always good so those two guys are there um I liked um, the song and dance number was pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> um, wow. <laughs> Ooh. Ooh, and um, yeah, I like those things. Okay. Um, I didn't like it. I did not like that movie. I did. I thought actually, to be honest, I thought the Batgirl, um, the Batgirl beginning was just okay. It was actually um, probably a little bit better than what The Killing Joke was. Um, going into the history of The Killing Joke, it was a book um, by Alan Moore, um, one of one of Alan Moore's better better comic book you know um, works, um, detailing what a day in the life of Joker was. What, what what what? Okay, what's what's the best way to describe that 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 book? Um, what does it take to make a, a sane person go mad? Right. Ain't insane, you know? Yeah, he wants to prove that one bad day can make any man crazy like yeah, him. exactly. So at the time when it came out, The Killing Joke was great. It was just a real, you know, deep um, exploration into who the Joker was or who the Joker may have been because he even says it in the story that this, his origin – he remembers his, he, he remembers it one way. He can remember it another way. Is you know he prefers to make it multiple choices. <laughs> <laughs> I used to think that that was like the best line because right. you couldn't really pin a, a actual origin on this guy, and that's and again that's just what makes him so unpredictable. Um, you don't know who he is, and going back a little bit into like the Dark Knight uh, movie, right. uh, one thing that they when when they actually caught the Joker, you know he didn't have any. Um, any weapons on him. Mm-hmm. Um, he didn't have anything in his pockets. No, the labels cause was cut off his, um, um, off his, off his, um, clothes. Um, so it was no way to really trace who this guy was. So he was just a guy that appeared out of nowhere with no history. Usually in, in movies, you got to know who is what and what their history is. Right. It was a great thing with the Joker. 
um, that you just had this guy just appear and then disappear. Right. <laughs> you know, for the most part. And that was what the killing joke pretty much um, it got into like a small origin of him being like the Red Hood. And that was always sort of a pseudo origin of the Joker. But it was a narr- never a clear cut thing because Joker is all he's an unreliable narrator. <laughs> right. Of his own life. Um, but as far as the movie itself, um, I, I wasn't I wasn't a big fan. I, I think the thing that sort of threw me. And this is nothing on any plot hole. I mean, plot spoilers, or anything. The animation was just horrible to me. It was. Horrible. You didn't like the the artistic style. Yeah. Did you see the trailer they did in the style of a comic? The what? The trailer they did a trailer that's in the style of the the art from that comic. No, I didn't see. Yeah, that. you probably just YouTube that. I guess. Okay. Everybody, hmm. that's I'm not okay. just talking to Sam, and I just realized that. So. <clears throat> <laughs> Sorry, I forgot we were on a podcast for a second. I thought we were just uh, <laughs> we were just rapping about the movie we saw last night. <laughs> we we said we weren't going to go too much into well, it, but you know, it is still part of Joker. Yeah, um, you know, but thing, we're still not going to talk too much about to piggyback on how the Killing Joke resonates in the Dark Knight. The thing yeah. that I like a lot is that it does resonate a lot in the Dark Knight because when he says that he likes his origin story to be multiple choice, well, the Joker keeps saying. When I got these scars, and he keeps telling different stories. Yes. I was, my yes. dad was a bit of a drinker. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you couldn't really tell who this guy was. And um, maybe he just didn't, you know, maybe he thinks of it as, as, as different things that he just loves to tell. Just, he just continues his old, his old agent of chaos, mm-hmm. you know, thing. But, um,. Yeah, I mean, just to to go a little go back to that movie, um, I've seen DC do a lot better um, animated movies, and for them to put that movie out in the theaters, rated R number one, um, and to have that display as far as the um, the art style, animation, whatever you want to call it, I think it was just piss poor on um, DC Animation's part. Um, they had some really great animated um, movies like the Batman and Robin and. Um, the Red Hood, um, um, which what actually involved the Joker, right. you know, um, some really good other animated, and then to put that out, and then they had the uh, whole sex, the um, <laughs> yeah, yeah, Batgirl, um, and uh, Batman. Spoiler do, alert! <laughs> yeah, Batgirl and Batman do it, and that's weird because, um, that's not that's weird. I don't know. Do I have to do I have to finish that, or is there enough context with the people that listen to this where they're going to be like, "Yeah, that is weird"? Or you well, um, um, Batman. I guess I guess for a character to have sex in a comic and everything, it shouldn't be a, 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 a too big of an issue because I mean they're they're I mean even though they're created characters, we try to treat them as like you know human beings instead of a, a creative world or you know artistic world or whatever you want to call it. Right. But going to Batman's character. Uh, it didn't surprise me that Barbara was how she was because they they wanted to give her a, a motivation and a reason why she was doing what she was doing. Uh, she was infatuated with Batman, yeah. which is fine. She was um she and you could tell she had some feelings towards Batman, but Batman never once reciprocated any type of sexual you know um things towards um Barbara. Right. So when that scene actually happened, it was just like really right. What? Right. That's huh? yes. I agree a hundred percent that it's okay. It's even okay for Batman to have 
feelings for her. It's even okay, right? For him to have, feel a little compli- com- complicated about it, but for him to act yeah. on it, I thought was a little bit much. I, 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 Maybe that makes I, me kind of a bad person. That I think like these people no, deserve no, to be unhappy no, no, forever. Because, <laughs> no, because no, in the con- in the context of that story, they had they did nothing to make Batman to give us a reason why a, a reason as to why Batman would have had feelings for Barbara like that, yeah. you know, Batgirl like that. I just thought it was um, weird when Batman called her up and he was like, "Hey, I just want to make sure you took that morning after pill." <laughs> I thought that was weird. Like maybe that didn't belong in a, in a DCA. Even if it was rated R, right? Even if it was rated R, it seemed like weird for Batman to do that. It seems, you know, Batman just wanted to check. But enough about Batman. <laughs> um, it was a it was a good Joker uh, performance by Mark Hamill. Again, you know, he always does a great job with it, with this character. And um, I mean, my reservations about the movies itself. The story of the Killing Joke was a great story inside the comic book. To really try to translate that on the uh, on on the movie screen, right. word for word, is hard, and I don't think I don't think it translated very well in that form. It's also hard because it's a really short book. Yeah, and mm-hmm. they need to flesh it out, and they chose to do make you feel more invested in in Barbara Gordon, which is um you know obviously fine and uh I, I thought that was good but i don't know that we needed to see you know it the whole that whole... didn't have to go that deep in his utility belt you know <laughs> barbara wanted to go deep boy uh, anyway uh, um but yeah that's the joker um uh creation of bob kane bill finger and jerry robinson mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. they they did a really great job on creating one of the at the time they probably of course they didn't know but um, to see their character stand the test of time as far as being uh, one of the greatest villains ever. Yeah. Yeah. I uh, Joker's always been my favorite. So mm-hmm. I always liked being funny. And I always thought if I was going to, you know, snap and murder everybody, that that's how I'd want to do it. You know, not like, right. you know, you know fun. I want to make it fun. Fun for all. Right. And we won't um, get into, like, um... You know his 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 henchmen and his um you know um, people who he calls his his girlfriends or whatever like Harley Quinn. We'll we'll wait for the cues for that oh, when we get into Cubert. Cubert and Harley Quinn. <laughs> so let's let's that's a little teaser for cues, okay? We found us for an hour. <laughs> All right. All right, so what else we got in Jay? In Jay, that's a lot, man. So the Joker, okay. the Joker, I figured would take us about a half hour. Yeah. Um, do you want to stick with comics? Do you want to move off comics? What do you want to do next? Oh, it's up to you. I mean, you know. All right, so since we're in Jay's and we were just talking about Mark Hamill, um, mm-hmm. I want to talk about uh, the Jedi. Ah, of course. The Jedi. <laughs> Which obviously I was going to talk about. And I, Jedi and Knights. Yes, and that is uh, what I was referring to when I said there was some bleed over because obviously Mark Hamill played the Joker and yes, the Jedi, yes. the last Jedi. And now we know since the last Star Wars, the very last Jedi. <laughs> like, <laughs> twice. Last this is a guy who was the last Jedi two times. So that's mm-hmm. well, a lot of fun for him, I guess. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Old Jedi Order and carry the coolest swords. Oh, man. The lightsaber? I mean, come on. That's iconic in himself, you know? (laughs) (laughs) Well, the Jedi, if you're not familiar, in the the movie Star Wars, uh, there is uh, 
uh, an order that create protects the galaxy for thousands of generations. They're called the Jedi Order. They are kind of mm -hmm. like the FBI mixed with um, superheroes, I guess. Like if the FBI was um, had superpowers. Does that make that okay. kind of right? I feel like that's right. Yeah, yeah. yeah so they get yeah. dispatched by the, the government for the galaxy to go to different places and, you know, flex their muscles a little bit because they're really hard to kill and they have these lightsabers that can, like, cut through anything. And basically when a Jedi shows up, it's time to stop messing around <laughs> because they just don't, they don't take anything. Yeah, they adhere to like a, a strict like moral code, and um, a, you have to really it really takes a lot to be a Jedi Knight. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Yeah, and then um, the so there's at the beginning of Episode Four. So there's thousands of Jedi at the beginning of the Star Wars series, and then they get whittled down, and then they all get messed up because Pal Palpatine, who's a a Sith, who are the, like the polar opposite of Jedi. Uh, murder. He basically puts them in a war situation and then puts them around a bunch of troops and has the troops murder him. So the, there's a lot of thought that the whole point of the Clone Wars was to do that. Like that was it. That's the point of the whole point of the Clone Wars was to get to that position, where all the Jedi were dispatched and they were all off other places and then just so they would be easy to get rid of. Because okay. if they were all together, it would be hard to you know it would be hard to surprise them right. like that. This is a lot right, of premonitions right. and stuff. Um. So. So then there's only a couple Jedi left. There's just uh, Obi-Wan Kenobi and Yoda. And they don't really, you know, that's the, the, everybody else thinks they're all gone. And then they train, um, you know, they train Luke Skywalker. And right. then Obi-Wan dies. And then Yoda dies. And then it's just Luke. Right. And then according to the new movie, he starts training other Jedi. And then his nephew just flips out and murders everybody. And uh, then he leaves and goes and disappears to... You know, only collect his paycheck for being in the movie for six seconds at the end of the movie. Well, I mean, so it's another really important thing about Jedi. They um, inhabit it and study a thing, it, it, and they serve like the the Force. Right. You know, Force is a big thing with the Star Wars movies because it's this, it's this spiritual, it's this, um, it's this thing that just drives and um, makes a person be who exactly I guess they're supposed to be. You know, um, and it makes a person like, you know, real powerful and, you know, to, to and it's a responsibility sort of like to, to help protect those in need mm -hmm. within like the universe. Right. Um, and you have to sort of like be like in the Matrix movies, be the one, you know, to, to inhabit this type of thing. So it's really, really important when, you know, those Jedi's got whittled down, um, uh, a person that possessed the, the force was really, um, really that much more powerful and valuable. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And then there was just Darth Vader and the Emperor and Luke uh, mm -hmm. left for a bit. And um, mm -hmm. the Force is described in the in episode four as being um, it flows through you and control. And then it can, it flows through you, and he goes, so it can control my actions. And then everyone says partially, but it also can respond to your commands. I don't know why he's a beetle. I'm not. <laughs> I'm not great at that sort of stuff. Sorry, guys. <laughs> John Lennon has the force. <laughs> and I said, hey, let's all be Jedi. <laughs> uh, all right, so that's the Jedi. Jedi. Um, what else we got in J? In J, um, in video games, okay, mm -hmm. there is a character that you may be familiar with called Jumpman. Jumpman. Jumpman okay. is the guy in Donkey Kong who's trying to save the princess. <laughs> Jumpman later was given a real name. Uh -huh. That name is Mario. 
wait a minute. Okay, no, 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 no. I wasn't familiar with that. Yeah. Um, I, I remember Mario being, vaguely remember Mario being in Donkey Kong. So Mario is actually a spinoff of his adventures in Donkey Kong, right. huh? Right, When Mario's wow. not playing against Donkey Kong or refereeing uh-huh. boxing matches, he is, uh-huh. or golfing, he is uh-huh. uh, jumping around in the Mushroom Kingdom. That's why they called him that Jump classic. Jump Man. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> so Jump Man. That's our video uh, game uh interlude for the day. You guys learn something being on Nurse Wikipedia, <laughs> you know. I, Listen to us. We try to bring a little bit of extra special knowledge every single time Hat- out. Hashtag love Scott. <laughs> <laughs> a little a, a little bit of knowledge, you a know. Little bit. You know. To, 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 to round out your nerdism. No, I did not know that. I didn't know he was Jumpman before he became Mario. Yeah, they just, you know, the, the Japanese people didn't give him a name hmm. yet. So That's interesting. Because the real protagonist right. was Donkey Kong. Man. This is, like, so right, interesting. Right, 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 right. Um, okay. So next up is mm-hmm. J. Jonah Jameson. Ah, classic Spider-Man mm-hmm. character. Not villain, not you know hero, but you know he was a he was a thorn in Spider Man's side, or is. <laughs> <laughs> He's a newspaper publisher <laughs> for the Daily Bugle, and uh, whenever he ch- gets a chance to um to put a, a bad a bad uh, put Spider Man's um, name in a bad light, he will get that chance. <laughs> Spider Man can do nothing right in his eye. Mm-hmm. Hashtag JJJ. JJJ. <laughs> I can tell you one thing. Um, his portrayal by um, what's my man's name? And that was in the first three Spider Man movies. Oh, J.K. Simmons. J.K. Simmons. <laughs> Another J. Okay. So J.K. Simmons. Uh, it's it's actually been the, um some online chatter about him actually plans um JJJ uh J Jonah Jameson again in the new Spider Man movies. So that would actually be very, very nice because he was a very good J. Jonah Jameson. Mm-hmm. Probably really, um, really personified him a whole lot from um, from what he is in the comics to Spider-Man. And funny. Yeah, he did a really, really good job. You know, I think the weirdest thing about uh, J. Jonah Jameson in the comics is his Hitler mustache. <laughs> I don't. Like, I don't hey, know why. Mustache and his, 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 his crew cut all the way through the series, and his crew cut. You know, to match the Hitler mustache. Hey, that's I okay. Mean, you, know, you can't you can't do a floppy cut with a Hitler mustache and get away with it in, in, <laughs> in New York, right? Like you just can't do it. And you know, JJJ, when you see him and that um that mustache, you can't he you can't mistake him. <laughs> Not at all. Not at all. All right. Um. Another J um, uh, for a movie that's coming out next year, Justice League. Right. Justice League. Okay. So, um, compre- this the uh, DC's answer. Well, I shouldn't say answer because Justice League actually came out before the Avengers, right? Well, it's a very complicated question, isn't it? But the answer uh, is yes. Okay. <laughs> <All right. laughs> So they they the the Justice League comprises is comprised of all the um best DC top DC characters Batman Superman Wonder Woman Aquaman um Green Lantern uh the Flash uh and 
throughout the years, the history of, you know, Justice League members has rotated, you know, from uh, other members like Hawkman, Hawkgirl, Black Canary, Adam. You know, it's almost like every member of <laughs> every almost a lot of characters in the DC universe have been Justice League members. But the original seven um, were like the top tier, you know, Justice, Justice League characters. And they've been around since, what, the 50s? I, I think Justice League initially launched, like, yeah, right at the end of the 50s, being in the okay. 60s. Okay. And uh, what's it really was a spinoff of the mm-hmm. Justice Society. There were some, ah, okay. there were some, like, in the 40s, some mm-hmm. of the Golden Age, there were some, um, there, there was, like, a, where they would take, like, the lesser superheroes mm-hmm. and group them together and have them go mm-hmm. fight the Nazis. And mm-hmm. all the heroes that were good enough to have their own comics, like Batman mm-hmm. and Superman, were just honorary members that would never show up. But they mm-hmm. would put like the old Green Lantern and you know the old Flash, right? The old timey guys, right? The like, old timey guys, mm-hmm. where they got re- rebooted. Yeah, the dude with know, like the a... the World War One helmet, with the Hermes yeah. things on it, and then right. the guy whose uh, main uh, weakness was uh, wood, not uh, his weakness was wood. wood. Yeah, you didn't know that the original Green Lantern. His weakness, his weakness was, was wood? wood, and his thing was like a yeah, yeah. You gotta check it out. Oh, wow. It's hilarious. Like okay. you could beat him with a baseball bat. I mean, really. Huh. All right. Yeah. So it's just as weird as the new Green Lantern or the latest Green Lantern's weakness being yellow. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. Green Lanterns have weird weaknesses. Right. <laughs> <laughs> All righty then. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he was in the uh, yeah he was in the Justice Society of America. And okay. That, that was okay. the precursor. So it had like, you know, uh, I don't know. It had like you know Hawkman and the Flash and right, like the Green Lantern and Hour Man and stuff and all those guys. Hour yeah. Man, who's a guy you know, I like. Yeah. You know, I like. I think I like the idea of Hour Man. Uh, right. We've he's in my my fanfic, which yeah. makes me really yeah, a big a, loser. But that he. Well, hold on. I mean, that'll eventually be up on the site, so, you know, it's not a losing proposition once you readers read it. We'll see. And then you can really hashtag hate Scott. <laughs> or hashtag love Scott. Hate gerunds. <laughs> I hate, <laughs> hate gerunds and run on sentences. So. Um, right. That's what it would be. But, yeah, so that's the so the Justice Society of America started there, and then there was, like, a they'd have a table, and there'd be seats for, like, Batman and Superman, um, uh-huh. but they wouldn't ever, you know – show up because they were busy doing other stuff. Yeah, they were busy being like, you know, they're too good for the, the um, just society yeah, membership. Yeah, we're not going to do it. <laughs> you know, well, we'll come over here and create our own Justice League. Right. You know, and um, form these, you know, and that was a big thing back in, um, you know, the the 50s and 60s, the team-up books with the characters. I mean, it eventually got out of hand with like all the aliens and like the adventures that they used to go through. Um, I remember um, not knowing who Justice League really was. All I knew them as was the Super Friends from the cartoon. You know, right. I knew Batman, Superman, Flash, and all that stuff, and you know, read their comics. But I was never really privy to like, okay, these are actually Justice League members. Why are they called Justice League when they're called the Super Friends on the on the TV? You know, so um, well, branding, corporate branding, and general media. Uh, cohesion wasn't as big of a thing in the seventies, I guess. <laughs> just really, it's all, it's all probably different. not. They wanted to. Um, well, actually, I mean, if you think about it, they wanted to keep that super in there, so right. everybody knew who Superman was. <laughs> um, it's not like they was going to call them the Bat Friends, you know. Right. Um, 
So they kept the super in there and, you know, said, and it was very kid friendly. I mean, you were selling toys to kids and stuff. So, you know, these are friends. These are people who get together and laugh and ha 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 ha. <laughs> you know, <laughs> until Frank Miller and just came and destroyed all that. <laughs> <laughs> destroyed your fantasy of who was super and who wasn't. Right. Um, but yeah, so uh, eventually, you know, they they you know the, the the cartoon went off, and you know they just started going by Justice League of America, um, is what they were originally known as, right? Mm-hmm. The JLA, right? And then just shortened it to Justice League, so they could, I guess, DC could sell stuff internationally. <laughs> 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 it's not just all about America, guys. It's as good a reason yeah. as any to do this. Right, movie, right, so. right. Yeah. But, um, yeah, they actually finally have a movie coming out next year, you know, so we'll see how that goes. I know. We already saw the trailer in Batman v Superman when, when Wonder Woman watched it on her <laughs> laptop with us. Oh, yes, yes, yes. Nice yes. Um, took five minutes of the precious film that could have been um, – Say for something else. I don't know, like maybe Batman and Superman having a conversation about why. <laughs> about... Oh, hey, he uh, Lex Luthor like kidnapped my mom. Oh, that's <laughs> terrible. Let's go. Let's go get him. <laughs> okay. That's all. Cut two. We needed to do. Right. Cut two. Wonder Woman looking at a Justice League. <laughs> Cut back and Cut talk. Puck back to talk about. <laughs> really, he really has your mom. He really has her. He won't tell me where she is. It's like, well, I can help him make it. Then it cuts back, and she's still watching it. She's like, oh, this is going to be a great movie. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to be a part of it, too. Oh, wow. I hope they don't just bring in my jangly guitars. Oh, man. <laughs> I was not a fan, for the record, of the uh, Wonder Woman musical. You don't like that? I like it. I didn't I, like I didn't it. Think I, it was, I, didn't, I didn't think it, it was that bad. Me. <laughs> it did bother you. I, I I heard it in your um voice. I am vexed. This I am terribly vexed by this Wonder Woman musical thing. I will not stand for this. <laughs> so all you female listeners out there, yeah, hashtag hate Scott. Well, uh, no, I don't have you a problem. You don't like with Wonder the Woman. Wonder I Woman. I don't care if in the in the score. How is that? Oh, a hate Scott. Oh, oh. Is that is that the way? <laughs> That's please okay. So don't hashtag hate Sam because that's the way I made one, uh, a female sound talking about. Sam, okay? All, right. All I said was I'm not a big fan of the score, and you're going like, ah, oh, oh, oh. I'm hysterical. Where's my keys? Are they in my purse somewhere? <laughs> okay. Okay. Now hashtag hate Scott. That wasn't okay. that All wasn't right. fair. <laughs> All right. So we got anything else in Jay's? Oh man, yeah. yeah we, All right. We do. So there's, of course, the series of movies you may have heard of uh, mm-hmm. uh, where dinosaurs come back to life. Uh-oh. That would be they were Jurassic kind of Park. Jurassic bigness. You know. Based on Ooh. a novel by Michael Crichton. Michael Crichton. Yes, yes, yes. And then, uh, yeah, the, with cutting-age visual effects. Really? Right? Yeah, they um the Jurassic Park movies were well, especially the first one. It was uh, ahead of its time as far as the effects, and Steven Spielberg did such a great job, and um just making just just put us up in the intensity of a movie, set, you know, in that in that light, mm-hmm. you know, with big di- you know kids love dinosaurs. People, I guess, they love you know dinosaurs, you know, because they're the the myth of dinosaurs is just so big. Right. 
um, that a movie like that really portrayed them in a great light. I mean, the idea that a frog as big as a bus was just eating stuff, like, you know, right? Like, that's just so cool. <laughs> uh, there's, you know, there's always a weird kid in every class when we were in school that was really into dinosaurs. You know, right. I mean, and I don't mean after this movie came out. I mean, like, when I was in first grade, like, before it came out. Right, right, and then right. Then this movie came yeah. out, and everyone was into dinosaurs, and nobody talked to everyone. Still, so it's a shame for, for me <laughs> that that happened. No. That kid was ahead of his time. Yeah, you'd you know? think, like, oh, he's ahead of the curve, but nope, still a weird nope. kid. <laughs> still weird. Uh, just like that guy at McDonald's that created the um, chicken nuggets that was not getting any residuals for that. <laughs> <laughs> They're sitting in the basement. That's just a reference to the wire you know, <laughs> TV show. Anyway, um, but yeah, so Jurassic Park was big. The um, second movie, The Lost World, didn't do as well as the first one. And the third one, I thought it was actually a decent movie, but, you know, it sort of um, tried to milk the series, I guess. And then the fourth one that it just came out last year uh, was one of the biggest movies of all time. Oh, yeah, it was huge. Yeah, Jurassic World. It was huge. You know? It made Chris Pratt more of a star. And Yeah, even, even more than was it Guardians of the Galaxy and Parks and Rec. Parks and Rec, Guardians of the Galaxy, Zero Dark Thirty. Mm-hmm. Uh, man, he's just the type of guy you want to hang out with. And like, oh, yeah, You know what? Yeah. I'm done with talking about Chris Pratt on this podcast right now. We'll <laughs> save it. Yeah, he ran around with dinosaurs on a motorcycle, so, you know, who, who can't love that? Which one's you know? the alpha? You're looking at him. Really? Yeah, Jurassic Jurassic Park, um, very, very, very good good Jay. I like the Jay. science fiction aspect of it myself where they go in and talk uh-huh. about how they got the DNA and the half life of DNA is nowhere near long enough for it to still be viable. But still they go yeah. in and they get the DNA out and you know, it's just really that's really interesting to me, and it's really a tale of science okay. run amok, which is a morality right. tale that you know I'm interested in. I'm very interested in those sorts of uh, right. ideas. As a man, man going too far, man being greedy, yeah. man just can't help himself. Uh, you just want to go to the edges and doesn't don't doesn't really take um, upon the ramifications of what they do, right. which may be an allegory to what's going on, you know, in today's time, but. Um, and you could apply that to just different aspects. So, you know. Yeah, although they're all they're always talking about like what happens if the dinosaurs get off the island, and it's like probably not much. Right. You know, just hunt them down and like kill them, <laughs> right? Like we just do that. Yeah. I mean, like we yeah. have you know planes and stuff. They don't. They yep. don't have those. Yep. So we probably yep. win that. Yep. I would th- I would think if it were man now versus dinosaur, mm-hmm. take man. If you gave me first pick Dang. in the draft on that fight, I would I would draft humans. Not um, not dinosaurs. Not dinosaurs. You would um take take the humans. I would to, take um, the humans. To, to to resolve all that. Yep. If, if there's anything we've done before, it's hunt something to extinction. I think that's right in our wheelhouse. So I'm gonna take us. <laughs> that's what we do. You know. That's all we do. That's all we do. Hunt things to extinction. Yeah. Yeah. We we um we migrate. (laughs) (laughs) And if there's something there we haven't hunted before, we'll hunt it to extinction. Uh, Yeah, 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 yeah. And then build a building. (laughs) (laughs) Or we can put a picture of the thing we just hunted to extension in. Right. (laughs) All right. um, What else we have? Uh, The Jetsons. Jetsons. All right. 
the futurist who actually predicted a lot of things yeah. back in the um what the 60s yeah i think 61 yeah. something like that yeah they came out you know all those flying cars that we have and the robot butlers and automated food machines and one of the um, um original animated series that were actually primetime series mm-hmm. you know predating like the simpsons was actually be able to you know able to be watched in primetime instead of saturday morning Mm-hmm. Uh, that and what the Flintstones? Yeah, yeah, the Flintstones were the first, and the Jetsons were later. You know, the um, <laughs> I, I, the thing I use the Jetsons for the most, as far as referentially, is if someone uh-huh. takes more money than they were supposed to. Like if I was holding, like if I'm holding up like some money, and someone like takes more of it than I thought they would, I always act mm-hmm. like I always tell them they Jane Jetsoned me. You know, <laughs> she grabs the whole wallet and like dips out for a little escape pod. Like bye, yeah, I got Jane Jetsoned. <laughs> she just you, you bastard. She just yoinked this stuff. <laughs> All right, so we got anything more? In um, well, we got jazz the music, which is you know jazz music, and we got jazz from Mortal Kombat, okay. who was the uh, or Jax. That's his name, right? Yeah. Jax, you probably think about jazz from Transformers. Oh yeah, no, yeah, that's what I'm thinking of. I'm thinking of jazz the jive from... talking. Um... <laughs> I'm not doing that impression. Woo! Scat. R.I.P. Scat. But I'm not doing that one. R.I.P. Scat Carruthers. R.I.P. Jazz too, man. That's rough what they R. did. R.I.P. Yeah. Jazz. Oh yeah. Ripped man. him in half, and it's like, well, he's dead. Like, why don't you rebuild him? That's not how it works. With trans- like, that's, that's not, not how dumb. it goes. Why know. doesn't it work yeah. like that? He's a he's a car, right? <laughs> just put him back together. Yeah, just connect him. You know. But I was actually thinking a bunch of Jax, metal. the guy from Mortal Kombat that had the uh, robot. Ah, robots. okay. Okay. Yeah, okay. he was like a cop, and he goes with Sonya, and his arms uh-huh. got ripped off or something, and now he's got like you know cyborg arms. Pretty cool. Pretty, pretty cool. Pretty decent there. And then, of course, Andrew Jackson, who is... <laughs> well, one of the greatest the, villains of the all time. The greatest villain of the, of the 19th the, century. My bad. The greatest. I don't know how... Man, that guy. He's really interesting, but he's not, you know, he's, he's evil. So, <laughs> uh, that's my opinion. You know, people have differing opinions. Anyone from Tennessee, feel free to hashtag hate Scott. I'll ignore you. Hey, he made a $20 bill. And now uh, there's a, there's two things left that we usually do that we haven't done yet. Okay. And okay. we can do them both at the same time. Okay. The first is uh, we got to kick something out of an encyclopedia. Banish what it. What are we going to kick out? Kick it! We're going to kick something out. And we also have to do our Star Wars character of the week. Okay. And luckily for us, we get to do both at the same time. Because uh, we're just that good. We're just that good. We're being efficient. This is how we deliver the most amazing content to you, our listeners. And I just want to thank my mom again for listening. After I asked her <laughs> a Scott's lot of times. Mom. A lot of times. She definitely did not want to at first. Uh, <laughs> so everybody should know where I'm going on this. The letter J. The thing we're going to mm-hmm. kick out in our Star Wars character of the week. Jar Jar Binks. Jar Jar. One of the most divisive. No. Star Wars. I disagree with or- that statement. Nobody likes him. Nobody. He's not divisive. Oh, not, not he's even, hated. Not even divisive. He's just this. What, what, what was the final fate of Jar Jar Binks? Um, I guess he just 
the last time we saw him was on Naboo behind the Queen's coffin. Okay. So I guess like it probably just threw him back in the river or something. <laughs> Never to be heard from again. But I'm going to point out three oh. things about mm-hmm. number one is that that character needed to be in that movie for all five seconds. <laughs> right, because they could they could have been like, where where is the where are we? We're on the wrong side. Oh, I'll show you how to get there, and then we could just cut to them being on the other side. Now let's say they want to actually go, right? They want to show that under underwater or whatever because they're going to be important later. Okay, right. leave him there. There is no reason for him to go with you now. That could be the right. end of it. Here's another opportunity. When they go to space, they could leave him again. <laughs> he could be the liaison. You know, he could be a character that we know that's talking. The queen, but instead of he gets Jar Jar Binks on Tatooine, you know they could. They, there were many opportunities for him not to have been as much in that movie, and not step and poop, and not you know really really yeah, drive home the fact that uh, George Lucas doesn't understand things that are funny or good anymore, and he's out of touch. So those are things I would I would wish they have done differently. Which again goes back to my. This all goes back to my theory that episode one is completely unnecessary to watch. You can just watch episode two and pick up all of episode one. So let's say they leave him at Gungan City and he's going to act, you know, he's going to talk to the Nebuin or whatever. And then right. they come back and he's with Amidala on Coruscant. They'd it'd be normal. They'd be like, oh, yeah, hey, I remember you from your bit part in the last movie, right? <laughs> oh, okay. Instead of two hours of... <laughs> Two hours. Two hours. And then, oh to my cap goodness. it all off, he's the one that puts forth the motion to give the emperor all the powers that make him evil and let him kill everybody. So he's really the villain of the whole the whole prequel trilogy, in my opinion. Yeah, that's scary. Jar Jar Binks. And there are many, many cuts, many cuts of that movie that you can find on YouTube where they cut him out. They call him like the adult <laughs> cuts or the you know the good cuts or the the adult cuts. Yeah. <laughs> The adult cuts the star. Yeah, they cut out all the garbage, and it's it's actually they're pretty good. They're a lot shorter, obviously, because there's a lot of garbage. Uh-huh. Uh, but they they cut out all the Jar Jar Binks stuff. So uh, they've already done this for us, and I think it's a trend mm-hmm. we should continue. And so Jar Jar Binks, I'm afraid you have been banned. Uh, you are kicked out. Give the boot. We banned you from the Nerd Encyclopedia forever right. and ever. You will never be spoken of again, Jar Jar. I, I mean, know. unless we complain about him more, which I'm. Which undoubtedly will do. That, that'll, that'll happen. <laughs> you know, we can always find something to complain about. You know, Jar Jar is one of them. But he's officially getting the boot, people. So bye bye. Goodbye, Jar Jar. And the Star Wars character of the week. That was the Star Wars character of the week. Wow. We brought him That's in only to kick one. him out. Brought him in to kick him <laughs> out. Well, yeah. Geez. Basically, I brought him up to ridicule him, so we could humiliate him and destroy him. <laughs> so, you know, pretty Machiavellian. But hey, it's uh, it's my. Uh, this is our podcast, and when we want to do something, we just do hey, it. Hey, you know what? I don't think you'll be getting any hashtag hate Scots on that one. I don't know. I think I get hashtag hate Scots all the time from everybody. You, know, you may get a love Scott for that one. Maybe. You know, everyone hates Jar Jar. Maybe like I said. Maybe I will, Sam. Maybe <laughs> I will. All right, so um, we are at our time here, people. Yay! And we thank you again for always listening to Nerd Cyclopedia. We come here... Uh, almost every week, almost every other week, or when we can, to give you guys some good content on like the alphabet of nerd, dendum or nerdum. Yeah, if you need, if you've got like content, maybe you're dating a girl and she's really hot, but she doesn't understand any of the stuff you say, and you want to be mm-hmm. like, listen to this podcast, you know, so that you understand some of the stuff I say. 
but then she breaks up with you anyway. Then you can listen to the podcast. That's that's what. If, if, that's if, just if you and the podcast, this, right? You get to if, be if, pure. If listening to this podcast hinges um, on you know the the state of your relationship, you know, please listen all day. <laughs> just put on a repeat. Go on a long car trip. You know, it's a lot of Let fun. Let it define who you are because we are here for you. That's what we are here to do. Save your make you make you who you are. Yes, you know. This is who you really are, you know, um, as far as your relationship. Just so, like Batman, you got to so. ask yourself, you know, which one's the real you? Are you really Bruce Wayne pretending to be Batman or are you Batman pretending to be Bruce Wayne? Real interesting question. You got to answer it on your own. And that's why mm-hmm. we do what we do. That's what we do what we do. Bring in you all the nerd um, content from A to Z. Hey, I'm probably back again. I mean, you know. <laughs> also, other stuff we just feel like talking about in between. Oh yeah, it's not that strict, you know. Again, we don't have shareholders. We'll do whatever we feel like doing. <laughs> so again, uh, make sure you guys like us on um, Facebook. Uh, follow us at Nurse uh, at Nerd Cyclopedia on Twitter. Mm-hmm. Listen to us on Twitch and um, iTunes. Um, give us a five if you like the podcast, and please, you know, um, be honest about it. We like the feedback. Send us some feedback at nerdcyclopedia.com and um you know our gmail too absolutely and don't forget if you give us a less than five star review uh i will uh personally give you the business that's just how it is in fact i want everybody that does review us this week to put i don't want the business not a business he will not give you a business he's not like shark tank people you know so he will give you the i mean i could make a lot of empty promises if i was a shark tank person right now (laughs) <laughs> there's gonna be a lot of bouncing checks <laughs> we try to do that you know what I'll give you $300,000 hold on they want me in the basement <laughs> just start like, just walking behind I, the couch back and forth I want 15% and um, all the rules <laughs> perpetuity you know now if you'll excuse me I have to get in my private jet I just jump on a bicycle and pedal away just on a bye <laughs> who is that guy and why was rings, he here he and was it one part of the show at home it rings just like Pee Wee Herman. Right. Like, <laughs> it's got a basket on it. I'm just like, like we should not. I do not think that we have money we need in a shark on a shark day. All right, guys. See you when we see you. Right, thanks for listening. I'm sure Crazy Man will take us away with something awesome. Crazy Man.